a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Well, here we are. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Yes, an agreement was reached to raise the debt ceiling by a half a trillion dollars, which the scary thing is that only buys us until about December 2nd, December 3rd. Uh, We'll shoot through that real quick. And again, that's not new spending, folks. That's just uh, kind of servicing the debt and, and paying the bills we've already accrued. And so as we look at that, I I think what has been done in the last 24 hours is a, a Band-Aid on the cut of a cancer patient. It's it's not nothing has been done. Nobody should be cheering today. Uh, nobody should be standing and say we won or taking a victory lap uh, or declaring how awesome they are on the floor of the United States Senate. Nobody, either side. Uh, and all the debate is, you know, who won, who blinked, who flinched, uh, who has the upper hand now. Uh, none of that is good for the American people. But let's go through it. Uh, just so you know what happened, why it happened, and then what we are going to see coming up next. So, of course, starting off the day today, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced we have a deal. We have an agreement so that we can pay our debts. We have reached agreement to extend the debt ceiling through early December, and it's our hope that we can get this done as soon as today. Not to be outdone, uh, Senator, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said the agreement would spare the American people a crisis. The Senate is moving toward the plan I laid out yesterday to spare the American people a manufactured crisis. Now, he is actually right. It is a manufactured crisis. Now, it's been manufactured by people in both parties. Let's be very clear about that. And so, again, there's, no, there's nothing to cheer about because nothing's really been done. The only, the only thing that we have done is said, okay, we can spend a half a trillion more. We'll, we'll be okay. We have a half a trillion. I mean, that's, you know, it's not even eight weeks, seven weeks, six and a half weeks. Not buying us a lot of time. And it's done nothing to move anything forward for the American people. It's done nothing to uh, really create certainty for businesses. It's done nothing for the American people other than we're just saying, hey, look, look. And here's the here's the really interesting thing. So to get this agreement to get this agreement, which they sort of agreed on early in the day yesterday, uh, everybody in Washington D.C., all my sources were saying, "Yep, it's a done deal." And then, and then the two leaders, Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, uh, had to instill a little bit more drama because members in both of their camps were worried that it wasn't painful enough, that it wasn't dramatic enough that they, they weren't coming out as that they were the strong ones in the negotiations. So what happened? They stayed up until midnight. They stayed up until midnight haggling over, well, should we set the date that we're going to, should we just raise the debt ceiling until December the 3rd? Or should we do the math and put a number on it and say, we're going to raise it by $480 billion, almost half a trillion, 
And that will get us to December the 3rd. So this is a distinction without a difference. They stayed up all night and said, no, we're not quite to an agreement yet, and then came back after they all had a good nap uh, and declared victory. Yes, we have it. The Republicans can say, yes, we pin them down. We force them to put a number on it. And the Democrats can say, and the number we put on it will get us exactly to the date that we had agreed on. A distinction without a difference. That's politics inside Washington these days. And again, that's not good for the American people. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris weighed in on the debt ceiling agreement today. We need to pay our bills. Um, This debt, without question, was accrued by members of both parties, including $8 trillion from the last administration, from the Trump administration. We need to pay our bills. So let's get it done as quickly as possible. Uh, And that was, again, from the vice president after the fact. So this is, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to be a little cynical on both political parties today. So if you're a Democrat listening today, you're going to be offended. If you're a Republican listening today, you're going to be offended because uh, I'm tired of both sides playing the games with this. We talked, we've been talking about this since early in the summer, that this is how this was going to go down and that everything would be piled up right before Christmas. And guess what? That's exactly where we are today. We now will have a debt ceiling agreement that will get us, whether you are a Republican, it will get you $480 billion worth of debt ceiling increase, which will carry you to December 3rd if you're scoring at home. And if you're a Democrat today, you can cheer and say, we got the debt ceiling uh, raised until December the 3rd, which is about $480 billion if you're scoring at home. Uh, and so both sides are, are more worried about scoring their political points and their political interest, and they are in the interest of what is best for the American people. And that is the problem. And we're going to continue to have this debate and challenge, and it will be big time for the holidays. Just get ready. Get ready. Uh, Because it will be double-down time, because you'll have both the uh, Democrats trying to get the funding of the government, as well as the raising of the debt ceiling all at once. Plus, they still have these two other outstanding bills going on in terms of the president's agenda. One is the bipartisan infrastructure bill. The other is the $3.5 trillion that is being whittled away as we speak uh, into a little different form. Uh, and so that's where everything's going to come to a head. Uh, and so let's pivot to that for a minute. Uh, Senator McConnell uh, said that if the Democrats want to address the debt ceiling in a in a traditional way, they can do it in the reconciliation package, which they know they're going to pass without any Republican votes anyway. Here's how he described it. If our colleagues would instead prefer a more traditional bipartisan discussion around basic governance, they can stop trying to ram through yet another reckless taxing and spending spree that would hurt families and help China. That would be the path toward that kind of discussion. And that's ultimately, I think, where that's going to happen. Uh, It isn't going to be a bipartisan discussion at all. Uh, And now the conversation shifts back to the Democrats and their own internal challenges going on. Uh, And I'm one of those. There's been a lot of those on the progressive wing of the Democratic Party who have been beating Joe Manchin and and, uh, Senator Sinema over the head uh, for being the logjam in the president's agenda. And it's just not the case. They're just asking questions, I think, that everyone needs to answer. And why we can't do this in the proper way is really what I think Joe Manchin is asking for. 
Uh, he reiter- reiterated his position yesterday that we shouldn't turn our society into an entitlement society and that they need to get to reconciliation in the right way, not just ram it through the way they've been trying for the past several months. Here's Joe Manchin. I've been very clear when it comes to who we are as as a society, who we are as a nation, and why we are still the hope of the world. I don't believe that we should turn our society into an entitlement society. I think that we should still be a compassionate, rewarding society. I think that fares best for all of us. But compassion means taking care of those who can't take care of themselves, whether they're young, whether they've had some type of a of, of a, um, a challenge in life, whether it be mental or physical, those are responsibilities that we have. And we can all meet those responsibilities. And I feel very strongly about that. And we will continue. This is going to take time to get this done. Getting it done quickly is not going to benefit anybody. So let's make sure that we do it and do it right. Regular order. Regular order. Two words. That's it. Just follow the process, folks. Just do what is outlined in the Constitution. Go through each of the appropriations bills the way you're supposed to do every year. Neither party's done this for decades now. And take a vote and vote on things specifically so we know what we're voting on and why. And then we can measure outcomes. Until we can get to measuring outcomes, we're going to keep continuing to spend, and it's going to put us more and more at risk And not just us, not just our kids and grandkids. It's a whole generation that is yet to be born. We've got to do this different. All right, we're going to step aside for a bottom of the hour break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about the politics of fear and how we get past that coming up next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.